Hello, 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 and thank you so much for joining me for the podcast of The True Power From Within. I do pray each and every day that this podcast touches you in the most amazing and encouraging way. So again, this morning, you know, I'm listening to a word and I have started on um, T.D. Jakes's new book. It's called Don't Drop the Mic. Um, And I'm listening and I have my heart open and you know, God was saying to me, keep it together in the small moments. And I'm sitting here and I'm like, okay, all right, where am I going in this word? Where am I going? And I really don't even know. So I'm just going to let God lead me because I have no idea. It's obviously somebody needs to hear this this morning. Okay. But I'm going to give you a couple of stories as I always do. So the story that came to mind when I, I felt God saying to me, keep it together, keep it together, right? And yesterday, <laughs> uh, the true mom comes out in me um, in moments of when I feel like I have to deal with the same thing over and over again. So as I've told you guys before, you know, when it comes to destiny and insurance and, you know, doctors signing plans of care and, you know, all of these things, like I have this, you know, situation that I have to deal with over and over again, right? This is like a a Goliath that I'm having to constantly kill, right? And so, um, you know, I'm on the phone, we're we're actually on our Tuesday date, and I, I filed complaints. I have filed complaints with Children's Hospital because I feel like this is something that needs to be addressed, And so this man calls me and I've already talked to him once on the phone, but he got an earful yesterday because it's something that I feel like I have to deal with over and over again, right? And so the whole time we've got this family next to us that are, that's bowling. My husband's sitting here and he's like, oh my gosh, you know, he's probably like this poor guy on the other end of the phone, (laughs) but it was like, I couldn't keep it together, right? because I was fighting for something that I believed in, right? And my whole time, I'm sitting here in my own mind on the phone with this man, and I'm like, Melody, keep it together. Keep it together, right? Because this man is trying to help me, but, but, I, but he's catching the wrath of this whole entire thing, right? Because I feel like at the beginning of our conversation, he discounted, he discounted, what I was talking about, right? So I had filed the complaint originally and there was two different complaints, right? But then the situation within days came up again. So I emailed him and I said, okay, here, I'm going to give you an additional issue that I am dealing with currently. Well, when he called at the beginning of the conversation, he discounted what I was saying to him, right? He, and I, and I immediately went you know, on, on defense, right? Because, you know, I feel like doctors, you know, all children are important. And especially when it comes to their medical issues and things need to be addressed by doctors because that's their job, right? That's, that's what God has put them here to do, right? That is their calling on their lives is to help people that need help. So, you know, I was telling myself to keep it together, right? But then I hung up the phone with this man and my husband said, David, he looked at me and he's like, David, killing the giant, 
And here's what I want to say to you. Sometimes when we feel like we're not holding it together and we feel like our world may be falling apart, we feel like our relationship's not where it needs to be. We feel like our finances are not where it needs to be. We feel like things in our life are not going the way we feel like they should be going. Right? But you've got somebody else that's looking at you as if you are David. And, you know, this situation happened and then we pull in our driveway and my husband is the man that wants to, he wants me to see things from different perspectives because I am, I'm hard-headed. I'm stubborn and I'm hard-headed and I have been wounded in the past and I will cut people out very quickly. So he, he's, he's talking about a certain person in our life and he says, that person looks up to you. What if that person, you know, is, is, wants to be like you? And basically I'm rejecting that person because, because I felt like they had wounded me, right? And, and in moments where we feel like we're being hurt, right? Or we're being discounted. We can't keep it together because all we can think about is our past, right? So we, we fall apart in these moments where we feel like we're being discounted or we feel like, you know, we're not important or we feel like our finances are, you know, not where they need to be. So we're embarrassed, right? We have all of these things, right? And we're like, Lord, I'm falling apart. I can't keep it together, I pray every single day to you and I don't feel like you're answering my prayers. God, I don't know how much longer I can keep it together. And I think that that's probably what someone needs to hear today, right? Is although you feel like things are falling apart, you feel like you've gone too far and it's too late for God to say, come on back. I've got you, you know, you've been handling things on your own for so many years and you're like, I am weak and I can't do this, but God, you know, I just, I feel like, like I've just, you know, I have disappointed you too many times and I just feel like you're not going to forgive me this time or, you know, God, I doubted and I worried and, you know, you brought me the blessing, but I ruined it. I ruined it because I wasn't ready for what you were at, what I was asking you for. I was praying to you, God, because, because I couldn't keep it together. And so you gave me the blessing that I kept asking for. But then when you gave it to me, I ruined it. And it brings me to something in the Bible. It brings me to the prodigal son, right? It brings me to the prodigal son. And, you know, we all know that he asked his father for, you know, the things that he was going to get once his father passed away, right? He wanted the money. He wanted everything that he wanted, and he wanted it right then, right? And that's very relatable for us because we're asking, we're asking our father, we're asking God, God, give me this blessing because I need it right now, right? I need it. And sometimes God will say, okay, 
here you go. And then we as humans mismanage the blessings because we can't keep it together because, you know, we, we, we weren't ready. And so we see that he goes out and, you know, he pays for prostitutes. He blows the money, right? So here we're going to, we're going to go in 2021 terms. He takes his inheritance and he goes and buys a Lamborghini and he goes and buys a million dollar home. And, you know, he's, he's, you know, doing, you know, living the life, right? And then he runs out of money. Then he goes into debt, right? And then he's forced to go get a job, right? And nobody wants to feed him. Nobody wants to help him. So he's like, I have to go back to my father. How many times in your life have you said, Lord, I've ruined it. Like, this is it, right? I, I, I've, you know, you've given me everything that I asked for, but God, I've ruined it. I couldn't keep it together. I couldn't hold on to it. I failed you. I failed you in the biggest way because you gave me the blessing of the business and I ruined it. You gave me the financial blessing, but I wasn't a good steward over my finances. God, you gave me the job that I wanted in the position, but I couldn't be there on time every day. God, you brought my kids back into my life, but I didn't, I, I didn't look to you as to raising them. And, and, and now they're, you know, they're like me and they were in the streets and they're doing everything that, that they used to do or that I used to do. But just like the prodigal son, he says, I've got to go back to my father. I have got to tell him how unworthy I am and that I will go and be his servant. Right? How many times do we go back to God and we're like, God, I'm just going to humble myself. and I'm going to give it all to you and I'm sorry. And God, please just give me that. Just one more blessing. I promise you, whatever it is, please just get me out of the situation that I'm in right now, Father. And I will praise you. I will do ever, whatever it is that you've called me to do. Please, God, just do it. How many times have you bargained? I'm guilty. I think everybody's guilty. Everybody that's been in a tough spot in their life and they've cried out to God, I am sure you've bargained with him because that's what we do. But I think what, what we discount is that just like the prodigal son, right? When God knows your heart, and he knows and he sees my, my child here has, you know, have done some things, right? They've, they've, they've been in the streets and they've hustled and, you know, they were in prison and they were homeless. And, you know, they, they did these wrong things, right? They mismanaged the blessing. But when you begin to feel like all is lost, when you get to that moment when you say, God, I just cannot keep it together anymore. My whole life is falling apart and I can't keep it together any longer. And it's at that moment that God sees you coming, just like 
The prodigal son's father saw him coming from a long way away. And God is waiting on you because he sees you coming from a long way away. And he's like, okay, you know, you know, here I am. Are you going to come to me? Right? Because oftentimes we say, you know, God found me in this place or God found me in this place. And that's not the truth. Because God found you when you were in your mother's womb, right? We are the ones that walk away. We are the ones that turn our backs. We are the ones that try to take control of our entire life and do whatever it is that we want to do. Because God is unchanging. God shows and he has that grace and that mercy all the time. And the unconditional love for his children all the time. But we see in the prodigal son that the father sees his child coming from a long way away, right? When you're in that addiction, when you're in prison, when you're homeless, God sees you coming from a long way away, right? And he's watching and he's like, okay, my child, he is taking one step, right? I'm going to take two, right? My child is, is, is ready, Right? They're, in a, they're in a place where they're praying and they're calling out and they're asking for a miracle. So I'm going to take two steps so that I can meet them where they are. I can meet them in that moment when they feel like they're falling apart and they can't hold it together. Do you see my cat? Sorry, guys. She has no manners. Um, and you know, God is, is, is in the midst and he's seeing you and he's coming from a long way away. And so he meets you in that moment when you feel like all is lost. He meets you in that moment when you feel like nobody cares. He meets you in that moment when you feel like you are too far gone to, to get forgiveness or to have the life that you that you, that you really, really desire. And just like the prodigal son, it was a party, right? It was a party because the father was so grateful that that his, his child had come home, right? He met him. You know, we, we see that he saw him from a long way away and he came and he met him. He met him and accepted him where he was. And that's exactly what God does to us. He meets us where we are. Just like he... Just like he expects expects us to meet other people where they are, right? That's that's where that's where the forgiveness comes into play. That's where a lot of times our our blessings come into play, right? Because we have to meet people where they are, and I fall short of that. And I'm going to tell you, I do. I fall short of that, and that's something that God is still working on me with, because. You know, with my past, and although I have forgiven and I have grown and I have done all of that, but because of some of the things of the past, I sometimes fall short of meeting people where they are. I fall short when people are not living up to my expectations. So I will admit that to you guys (laughs) because I'm human. I'm human. And I can admit it and I'm never going to come on here and say that I'm perfect or that I've arrived because that is by far the case. But God met me where I was 
in a moment, right? God met me where I was in prison. He met me where I was in my addiction. He met me where I was when I got out and I had nothing. He met me there just like he'll meet you when you feel like you're falling apart. And you know, when you take one step, God's going to take two. And then he's going to rejoice with you. Right? He's going to rejoice because you have come back. Just like we see in the prodigal son. He did so many bad things. And he felt bad for what he did. Right? And he's asking his, his, his father, can I just be your servant? Right? So basically he was bargaining with him to see his worth. Right? I am unworthy, Father, but I will be your servant. And the father's like, no, come on. We're going to have a steak dinner. You know, I, I'm going I'm to go, uh, go to Gucci and buy you some new clothes. I mean, that's how God is. He's, he's ready and willing to give us the gifts and everything that we're asking for. We just have to come back to him. No matter how far we have gone. And it's in that moment that you say, I cannot keep it together. That God is ready to intercede, right? Because he knows at that moment when you're crying yourself to sleep at night, or you're concerned that you can't feed your kids that week, or you were sick and you couldn't go to work and therefore you don't have a paycheck and your electric could be turned off by the end before you get the other paycheck. It's in those moments when we're crying out and we're saying, God, I am unworthy of your grace and your mercy, but here I am. God says, I'm going to meet you where you are, but keep it together. Keep it together. But here's something else that I want to I want to bring to the table here for a moment. Is when the prodigal son's brother found out that his brother had came home and his father was throwing a party. He had a lot to say about it. And I think that one of our things that we do in our lives is we're so worried about what people are going to say about us. When we decide to come back to God and we decide that we cannot hold it together on our own. So we begin to pray. We begin to go to church. We begin to dig into our word. We begin to try to live right. There's going to be those people that are going to talk about you. They're going to try to discourage you because they feel like you're not worthy enough to be saved. You have done too many bad things for God to love you. You are too far gone and you don't deserve a place at their table. 
But God says he's going to prepare a place for you at the table. Regardless of what your enemies say. Regardless about who is stabbing you in the back. Regardless of how far you have gone. Because in that very mess, in that very moment, when you feel like you can't hold it together anymore, God is saying, I'm going to turn this mess into your message. You just hold on. You just keep it together for a little bit longer because I have something in store. Don't listen to what, you're, what other people are saying about you. Listen to what I'm saying about you. Just like the prodigal son. I'm sure he felt amazing when his father accepted him, even after all he had done. And it's no different than what God is saying to you. No matter what you've done, no matter how far you've came, I've got the grace. I've got the mercy. Hold it together for just a little while longer. Because I'm about to turn that mess that you feel like has, has destroyed your entire life. I'm going to turn it into something beautiful. I'm going to turn it into a message that nobody can take from you. So today, I'm just encouraging whoever needs to hear this. I do not know because I I said, God, I'm going with it, but I don't know where I'm going. So please just lead me and guide me. But somebody needs to hear this today. Keep it together just a little while longer because God hears you. He hears your cries. He sees you coming from a long way away. You keep taking that one step and he's going to keep taking that too. He is going to meet you where you are. And he is going to restore you in a way that you never thought you could be restored. So whoever needs to hear this today, I encourage you to keep it together just a little while longer. Because God, he hears you. And he's coming for you. So thank you so much for joining me today. I don't know who needed to hear this, um, but I'm sure that it will fall on the ears of the person that needed to hear this because, you know, God is going to make sure that that happens. And I do pray that you guys have an amazing day. If this added value, please share it on your social medias. If you need to, if you are on Facebook Live and, you know, you feel like, oh, there's a friend that needs to hear this right now, go ahead and tag them in the comments. And you know what? I am grateful for all of you that listen to me every single day. And I hope that you do have an absolutely amazing and abundant day today. And I'll see you again soon. Bye-bye.